When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Oh, what a very good morning to you. Welcome, Heels. G'day, uh, Penny. got the matchsticks holding the eyes up this morning. Late night, we saw you in the crowd down oh, there last yeah, night so at Heritage well. Bank Stadium. Uh, several people mentioned that it might not be me because there's a bottle of water in front of me. <laughs> Well, I you're heard, entitled to have a celebratory champagne last night. Boy, what a win. Yeah, great win. Fantastic win. Brownie did the lot. You know, we batted on a better wicket than the time before. Friday night's wicket was a mm. little more, even more tricky than last night. Still wasn't totally easy, was it? Um, he did the lot. The rest of the batting was a bit risky and a bit airy-fairy, so we've got to improve that again. And the bowling was great. Fielding was great. Yeah. The, the intensity in the field was really, really obvious. Uh, so that was great. Well, we knew how... Tough this week it was a couple of nights ago mm. when we played the Sixers. It was it was better, but it was still a reasonably tough batting strip, I reckon. It was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah there yeah. was still you a bit of movement in there. Yeah, when you stay home and, and watch it, it just shows you just how unbelievable this innings was. So, look, I'll give you the stats, and Hills can give you the nitty gritty about it. Josh Brown, one hundred and forty or fifty-seven. 10 fours, a BBL record twelve sixes. So that's one hundred and twelve in boundaries. Um, 100 off his 41 balls was the equal second fastest in BBL history. It was the highest score in BBL finals history. Only the third Heat player behind Luke Pommersback and Chris Lind to score a BBL ton for the Heat. So uh, it was just an amazing, amazing innings, wasn't it? Was. And it was just so exhilarating to watch. I mean, the, the Maddie and uh, and Jack are texting me last night saying, are you watching this? Yeah, <laughs> you know? and me. I was in that thread <laughs> and... Heaps of mates were. They were saying, this bloke's a freak, you know, and and he got to show what he had. And, uh, he, you know, we'll see a lot more of, of Brownie. I think he's not the complete article just yet. Yeah. He, he's got still work to do on his body and, and his fitness, and but you don't want to overdo that because you don't have to be much fitter than he is to do what he does. Yeah. So you don't want to overdo that. But, yeah, we've got wonderful people in charge of him. Yeah. Well, we know the story. We've been following pretty closely that he's a bat maker. And uh, how how quickly will the bison bats be running off the store store floor today? I'm looking forward to asking him this morning because he's coming on. Yeah, we're getting him on the show. Eight thirty. Yeah, Brownie will be awake. And um, (laughs) he he, uh, was there a turning point. There was one six he hit away from us, away from the pavilion over mid wicket. He dead set got it on the bottom of the bison. Yes, the bottom of the bat. And I'm thinking to myself, if I hit one on my bat there. 
I got caught on the cir- on the circle. Mm. He put it into the crowd. Right, don't worry, Ricky Ponting was saying exactly the was same he? thing. And, and yeah, he said he's got that on the bottom of the bat. And it's still gone for six. And I wonder if that was the turning point. He, mm. he thought, right, I've got to stay down on these balls. But and you know, his his uh, watching the ball was as good as I've ever seen. And his placement pleased me no end. I think the best placement I've seen in T20 cricket ever. Yeah. He hit the gaps all the time. I'm not sure whether it was luck or not, but he did not really take the fielder on the rope on. He just hit it into the gaps, whether it be four or six. Yeah. So there seemed to be a reasonable crowd. You were worried, obviously, because this match wasn't really on the schedule. We were hoping to go straight through to the final. There seemed to be a few there last night. Yeah. I think it was between five and 10,000. Yeah, okay. Uh, all the bottom tier was uh, reasonably populated, yeah. and we sold our deck. We we gave away enough tickets to fill the whole bay that we were we were concerned so with yesterday morning. You were mm-hmm. you were giving doubles away. I was. I said, give sixes <laughs> because Brownie's going to hit sixes. Well, it obviously worked. Hey, uh, we're here for uh, Hyundai. The Hyundai SUV sale event is on right now, and of course, our brand new sponsors, MFP Easy, voted Queensland's best fiberglass pool builder. So uh, thanks for joining us. Thirteen, thirteen, fifty-five is that SunCorp Home Resilience Open Line. Did you watch Josh Brown last night? What did you think? Well, he was exhilarated like every one of us. Uh, or you can text us on that 0467-736-736 line. As I said, uh, Josh Brown will be coming up on the show a little later on. We'll catch up with him. We're going to have a chat to ESPN uh, expert Phil Murphy. I actually watched that Kansas City Chiefs game yesterday. It was a beauty. Uh, so the, the, who was that against uh, Buffalo Bills? Yeah. And broke their hearts. Yeah. Have you got a history of it? Breaking their hearts? Um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure about the history. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they don't like each other. I know that. Hey. It was a bit of argy-bargy. Uh, Travis Kelsey, uh, when he scored his second touchdown, uh, the brother, Jason, uh, was up in the box with Tato. He's shirtless mm-hmm. going off. Yeah, it was quite the show yesterday. So, Tato, Phil, any action? Oh, Tato was, yeah, hugging and kissing and high-fiving. But and, shirt on. Shirt on, oh, Tato. Yeah. <laughs> and, of course, we'll have Brett Phillips with all the news from uh, Melbourne Park. Uh, so, and Robbie Heathcote's going to join us as well after Magic Millions Day. Um, uh, Brett Phillips uh, will talk about Alcaraz. Boy, oh, boy. I, I was flicking last night. I'd wear a sleeveless shirt too if I had guns like him. <laughs> How good a nick is he? And he's getting yeah. described as a bit of each of the three goats. He's got a bit of Federer, a bit of Nadal and a bit yeah. of Djokovic. Oh, my God. And uh, he, he's trying to keep it real, isn't he? Trying to uh, n- not not be the super, super, superstar that they're saying he's going to be. He seems to be a very humble young man. Yeah. You know, in all the interviews you listened, uh, but boy, oh boy, he was just, he was flashy, he was dominant, he was powerful. Fast. One return and 171 Ks cross court. Well, I, I I read that headline. I'm thinking, I wonder what that is. That means 171 you know, this, a message, you know. Yeah, I'm thinking, what's that? A third mm, serve or something? Yeah. The second serve doesn't surprise me, but it was a return. Mm. Hey, the text line's firing up. Oh four six seven seven three six seven three six. G'day, Patton Hills would have loved to have been at the stadium last night, but what a win by the Heat! Amazing innings by Josh Brown. Hills, do you think we can stun the magenta crowd in Sydney by smashing the sixes? Ah, uh, you definitely can. We're going to have to bat better. Because they grind you out. So they're the Melbourne storm of the Big Bash. Yep. They're always there. They're never beaten right to the end. Mm-hmm. And they're now confident. Um, I, th- I think we – but we've had them in trouble a couple of times and then we've either let Moses Enriquez, um, you know, get away on us mm. or Ben Dorshus, the bowler. 
he, he picks up three to five wickets every time against oh. us. So we've just we've got a few things we've got to counter, and we can. Oh. So yes, I think we can. We get a repeat of what happened last night. Uh, down at Carrara, they're going to be very hard to beat in the final. Uh, for those of you who didn't watch the innings, you're out and about or just missed it flat out, uh, let's listen to some of the highlights of, of one of the greatest BBL innings you will ever see. Thornton bowls and in the air, that is slapped with disdain. Deep mid-wicket by Brown at his best. So Baisley now bowling from the... Southern end to Brown, pitched up and picked up and put on the top deck again. As he bowls again, Pope drags it down, hit high, wide and handsome again by Brown. It's almost out of the ground. So short round the wicket from the southern end, on the stumps, into the air, over the fence again. Boyce bowls again from the northern end. A little bit flatter, shorter and it's six more. Brown has put it into the dugout. Quicker, flatter, and he's just picked it up over cover for six. Just wide of long off, and it's gone all the way for six. Payne to Brown, up in the air. Who wants to catch that? The keeper's calling for it. It's a really tough one. Nielsen under it. That's some sort of catch to end some sort of innings. He ran back to almost the boundary. The ball went that high. It went out of our view. And what a way for the innings to come to an end. An innings that those are here at Carrara will never forget. Yeah, it was it was unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah. 41 balls. So Craig Simmons still holds his record of uh, 39 balls. He now goes to equal second fastest. But it was just amazing. Well, we've got to say that uh, one of the stars of the show last night was Mum. Who was sitting yes, there very, apparently. very nervously? Um, she was being interviewed, and uh, his his, his mum, Chris, was obviously just was so proud. Uh, his his whole house is just cricket. His whole life is just cricket, and yeah, since he's what thirteen, he's been playing, and just incredible. He's just amazing, just so dedicated, just a bloody gorgeous kid. And you told me you took annual leave today to be here tonight. Yes, I did. Because, yeah, I'm a bit short-staffed at work, so I had to take annual leave so I could have the time to get here. So wouldn't miss it for the world, though. Does that make sense? Like, poor staff at work? Just, <laughs> we're short-staffed, so I took annual leave. <laughs> but uh, oh, she, she's really dedicated to him, too. Yeah. And he he's a, he's a young man that's got debt. From travelling around the world, yeah. league cricket and leagues, and he pops around to Gimpy and plays T Twenty comps up there on Thursday nights, and 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 he hasn't got got rid of all his debt yet. So hopefully yeah. that's going to happen. Um, and you know, I, I caught her, I caught her carrying his bag or wheeling his bag to the car one day. Brownie, go and get your bag off your mum. <laughs> he said, "No, she'll be right. She likes it." <laughs> Well, Craig Simmons, uh, who uh, does hold that BBL record, he, he did tweet last night or X yes, or whatever they did. called him, reasonable ball striking from the little fella Brown. If he puts a bit more meat on them bones, he might be able to get there next time. <laughs> Two balls shy of Craig Simmons' record. So, yeah, and I know Lenny was uh, Lenny was Lenny tweeting. And he was just saying, that's enough, Brownie. We've, we've seen enough right now. Um Peach, who we saw in the Gold Coast. We met in the Gold Coast just on the innings last night for Brownie. I was still surprised they only managed 214. I thought 250 would have been. Well, I, I think, Peach, that just showed 
how tough this wicket was. It's still not the perfect batting strip. And that's what the, the Josh Brown just made lie to it, mm. really. Um, look, he, he spoke afterwards. I've got to say that he missed our fielding innings. He was just spent. He was getting worked on in the dressing room after that. But um, he spoke briefly after. Um, I just always try and bat within 10. But tonight I was just like really still and really focused. So that was nice. A nice change, uh, especially after last week when I swung and missed at so many balls. But that's just cricket. Mm. Uh, yeah, it's frowned upon. Uh, not fielding after making uh, a beginnings. Yep. Uh, and so uh, I don't know what uh, the strikers uh, requested. Did they put in um, a, a request for some information? Why is Brown not fielding? Yep. Did the Sixers in Sydney on Wednesday night, did they put something in? Hey, why is he not on the field? He's getting treatment, for getting ready for Wednesday night. No, no way. So, you know, they'll be calling him Hanif. For a while, for soon, there's <laughs> well-known Hanif Muhammad in Pakistan yep. in the fifties or sixties or something. Uh, made three hundred and never saw him till he till the second innings when right. they're batting again. So yeah, Hanif Brown. Yeah, well, so you need to be careful. You're coming at this from Heat chairman point of view. I'm coming at it from Heat fan point of view. I was more than happy that he was in on the Masters table, just getting ready for his next assignment That's tomorrow night in Sydney. That's what I'm saying. The Sydney fans and the Adelaide fans and the Adelaide players would be real dirty. Okay. All right. Well, what was the treatment? So the umpires would have had to approve it. They, they would have gone in and checked for sure. Yep. So, and I'm, if he, that's the third time this this season. So he had a hip flexor having made 40 yep. and he smashed one into his foot. Uh, they they suspected it might have been uh, broken or badly bruised. So, so uh, yes, he's got to be careful with that. Okay. All right. Well, that's uh, something that we'll keep an eye on. But we'll, look, we'll have a chat to him a little later on this morning. Looking forward to it. It was uh, one of the more exhilarating things that I've seen in cricket uh, in recent times. It really was great. Vanessa, did you watch it last night? I did. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> did the kids watch it? Yeah, yeah, no, everyone um, everyone got on board. It That's was how you bat, Jed. That's yeah. how you bat, mate. <laughs> exactly. Head he got his new bat for Christmas. He's itching to get out there yeah. in the juniors next week. Head mm. down, stay still. That's all Brownie did. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can hear every ball of tomorrow night's BBL final between the Brisbane Heat and Sydney Sixers. That'll be live from 6 o'clock on SENQ, 6.93 a.m., SEN Gold Coast, 16.20, or on the SEN app. Uh, what's happening? Oh, well, of course, weather watch today and this week. Uh, that tropical low is intensifying as it sits off the Queensland coast up in the Coral Sea. And the latest uh, warnings from the Weather Bureau are that it is most likely to impact uh, across the Queensland coast overnight on Thursday, somewhere between Cardwell and Airlie Beach. And they are warning of widespread and severe impacts. And so they are saying anyone from Innisfail and right down to the Sunshine Coast do need it does need to stay up to date as that system continues to develop. Those in the zone being urged to make sure they have petrol, non-perishable non-perishable food for 72 hours and power packs for their phones. So Oof. they are really just ensuring that people are prepared for this weather system, the second in a month. Mm. Uh, they're also going to make a decision today about whether to release any water from dams. And so that whole Queensland stretch, the coastal stretch is being monitored because we have just seen some really heavy rain over these last few weeks. And we all know that the, the damage that overflowing dams can do in weather events like this. So 
Look, certainly just keeping an eye on how things develop. Last night there was also 40,000 homes blacked out when those storms swept through and that was a bit of a combination of heat effects as well as the storm effects. So most of that power has been restored today, but Mm. certainly a bit of a wild ride for Queensland at the moment and thankfully temperatures are easing today in the southeast. So it was an absolute stinker yesterday. I had to lie down and watch the tennis on the cricket. Oh, that must have been so hard for (laughs) you. I just stay in the car. Ah. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes. Yeah, just driving around. <laughs> yeah, you might as well. Exactly. The Wherever there up. is yeah. aircon is where we should be. And look, also big in the spotlight is rents at the moment. Now we've got new stats from CoreLogic today. Nationally, the median rent value is now over six hundred dollars a week. And so oh. when you do average that out between some of the the lower cost rentals, it's just pushing up and up. Sydney, the most expensive capital city, seven hundred and forty five dollars a week. But the southeast is also up. The Gold Coast has hit. 792 for the average weekly rent. Uh, other suburbs in in Brisbane up around 750 as well. So, mm. look, it is just, um, yeah, costs really rising in Well, if in you've that got regard. an okay job, you should really be looking to buy something, shouldn't you? With $800 mm. a week, I wonder what sort of mortgage that, that pays back. That into a mortgage. Yeah. yeah. Gee, that's a lot. Mm. But I guess you'd be sharing it with someone else. Yeah. Sometimes when you're renting, eh? Yes, well, the Courier Mail also pointing out um, some people in Queensland who are cashing in, really, and illegally renting out, you know, their backyard or their back shed, not always with, um, you know, facilities and approvals, you know, bathrooms or running water, but kind of making a quick buck by saying, okay, you can stay in my shed for $200 a week. Um, you know, wow. it's just a really tough situation. Yeah, it is. You're feeling for a lot of people out there. I mean, nearby at our place, you know, you just see around the parks. Yeah. There's a lot of tents. People people are homeless. How hot would yeah. that be too? Oh, I look at them and go, oh, yeah. you poor thing. Yeah. And rough. they're never sitting outside the, the tent, are they? No. Yeah. Oh. yeah. All right, Vanessa, thanks for that Thank uh, update. You. We'll best get to a break. We've got Robbie Heathcote the other side. Uh, man who won the Magic Millions.